Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Caps for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. We're alive and we're back. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice <clears throat> and delete head noise one laugh at a time. Hopefully someone can breathe a bit of voice into me today. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> actually, what might help it is some better beer. So let's crack one of these little babies. Yes. Jogging a can, win the tin, and uh, get this down in next. <clears throat> Wet the whistle there. There we go, I'm back. Now, if you think my voice sounds a little impaired, you'd be right, okay? It's it's actually improved a lot today. I was on the old, some lozenges, some uh, anti-inflammatory bastards from the chemist. Yeah, I went to the chemist as well, mate. You love a good chemist trip after a bender, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. I've seen you in there getting into your work. Yeah, those, those, few, those few neurofins actually got us going at the airport, I reckon. Yeah, it did, which it we did had wonders. them early on. But yeah, anyway. we just fought through it. We went analog. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> fought through the bastard. But yeah, this is the voice of a man who grabbed Perth by the horns and went on a wild ride for three days. That's what this voice is. Yes. A man who had a fucking go. And it was, how good was it? It was a fucking unreal. Mate, it's like it's similar to how a footy player feels physically, I think, after a mammoth effort. My pipes are sore after a mammoth vocal effort in Perth. They just peppered Perth with A-grade lip for three days. <laughs> it was fucking awesome, man. But I honestly can't wrap the place up enough. And I was just because it was that weekend and there was that much shit going on, but fuck me. Weather I, was prime. Prime. Allergic Women to clouds. Women were prime. Well, yeah, Perth allergic to clouds and fat chicks. 
and fat chicks. I don't know chicks. where they went. Clouds and fat chicks. Yeah, not in Perth. Not in Perth. Too far west. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Must keep them in the outskirts. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, they must be up the Pilbara or they something. They bred all the sixes, it's six and above. Yeah, so they weren't a fan of us getting around. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it was... Um, it was great. Before we keep going with that, the merch drop, guys, I want to say a massive thank you to everyone who got involved with the merch drop. We um, sold out of everything in 24 hours, and honestly, we appreciate everyone who supports us so much. So, um, Thank you. You're literally making our dream a reality, and for that, I will forever be grateful. And uh, what an effort from our team as well to get everything smashed out and sent off so quickly. That was insane. And any inquiries regarding your orders, please contact orders at alphablokes.com.au. If there's anything, guys, and you try and get onto our social media, we'll try and get back to you. But that thing gets absolutely raped. So if you've got anything to do with your orders, message that email, please. A lot smarter way. Yeah, exactly. We can't guarantee that we're definitely going to get back to you on, on social Cause media. Because we're definitely not going to get back to you in the comments. No. On your order. No, exactly right. So get on to that. How was it, Quinton? Anyway, the big fella was over there fucking... Got pretty handy with a tape gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the sweatshop. Stuff. Yeah, got him working. <laughs> no, nah, it was good. It was really good. Uh, what really like blew me away, like, so I did two days, mm. and I was just like, fuck, we've got a good community, eh? Like, so many people just backing us. I, yeah. Like, it still blew me away, so it was unreal. The sheer um, numbers, eh, of just yes. people getting involved was mm. just... um. It was just amazing. So, like I said, I can't, can't thank you all enough. But um, now we're going to go through a full rundown of one of the best weekends on earth. And but make sure you stick around to the end of this episode because we got a huge announcement, one that we have been so excited about for a long time that we're going to share. So after we talk about our fucking antics for a while, we'll share that with you. But Friday, bruss, early bird gets the worm. Yeah. We're up nice and early. What time? We're actually that excited that I think we were at the airport in Gladstone like an hour early. Yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of excited boys, weren't we? We were. We were. Mapped and ready. Fucking ready to go. A couple of meerkats like... waiting in the window. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing, fogging it and drawing fucking, drawing pictures. But no, we were pumped, man. And um, tell you what, though, the flight's over there. Qantas was just let us down, didn't they? Yeah. We were so excited to get over there. And, um, mate, the the first – so, Quinn, you're on a flight, say. It's yeah. 11, 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock, heading towards lunchtime. Mm. What would you say you'd get fed? Like, what would you expect, you reckon, as a feed? You'd get, like, a bicky, surely, maybe some fruit, and then, like, a sandwich. Mm. Like, something at least edible. Yeah, righto. Well, the combination we got was chicken snags and kale fritters. Yeah, fuck, that was some... I like tofu fritters. You actually did so well to eat. Like, I was going to eat it because I'm just like, hey, I'm not going to be doing much fucking eating over the next few days. So I need to get in all the nutrients I can now. And it smelled all right. Like, it smelled all right going past the waft. And then when they dished this thing out, man, I was just, I said to our mate, he goes, what do you want? And I'm like, yeah, I'll have the chicken snack. And he's like, chicken <laughs> snack, right? There you go. That was the best part of the meal. Oh, but I had one bite of that thing and I was like, can't do it. And then I tried me kale fritter and it was just like poo. Yeah, that was, that was rough, that fucking fritter. <laughs> and I, I, I just hate 
food sitting in front of me, definitely on an airplane, and I'm like, how long's this bin gonna be? Yeah, so, so you I just, just kept it. picking at it because yeah, I just didn't want to see it. Or I'm proud of you, but I just fucking couldn't do it. But you know what? If they thought that that was gonna get me down on the way to Perth, they can go and fuck themselves because it wasn't. Yeah, I'm just surely like, mentioning that it was a shit effort. The no like. piss thing is an absolute that, joke. That's the next thing I need to get to. No piss. What happened? No piss. They just didn't have any alcohol. They blamed the Weezer and then, like, because of that. And Whatever. Then they said, oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a breakfast flight. I looked at me, like, dramatically looked at my watch because I knew it was after midday. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, it, what breakfast? And he's just, what the fuck, man? But normally, like, like a couple of years back, they'd at least keep them in the back fridge and people could buy them. Mm. Yes. Here we are, steaming into Perth. Fucking... Just raring to go on it. It was like a five and a bit hour flight too. Like, yeah, you were oh, skiing as well. Yeah, <laughs> and on the way back, you did some time on the slopes, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Just skied to Perth and skied home. It was fucking hilarious. I did um one positive on the way back. That pasta was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, man. On the way they back, lifted big lift from. Yeah, big Pontus. lift on the way back. They hit us with a nice pasta. That was fucking yeah. really good. But just. They really need to sort their breakfast out. But, um, mate, oi, what about when they asked the bloke in front of you with his coffee? Do you remember that? The coffee? I said, how do you take oh, it? Oh, how do you take it? <laughs> Strong and black. <laughs> I'm like, that is not how you should phrase that. Yeah, but they were got... consistent. It must be what they have to say. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you, you take your coffee? Because on the flight back, she was saying the same thing. I just looked up at her. Yeah, long, long and black. Long and black. So I take my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it is a weird way to ask how someone wants their coffee, eh? How would you like your coffee? Wouldn't that... Yeah, how would would you like your coffee? Well, that's what... Remember Carl Barron's joke when he goes, oh, would you care for a coffee or would you care for an orange juice? And he goes, oh, if it needed me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, mate, I'll tell you what was pretty cool about that flight. Like, you you were just getting into your work in the middle skiing, but... I was fucking, um, I was in the window seat for both trips and you had like the map of the flight when you think the grub would share it, but he didn't. Get fucked. I'm not your fucking dad. (laughs) (laughs) Grub. I hope it happens again and Uh, you'll be whinging at me. No. Go and get fucked. As if I'd say, can I sit on the window, man? I thought we were nice to each other in Gold Coast and we actually did that. Did we? Yeah, it was probably me on the window, and he goes, oh, can you know, I have it, and I probably gave it to him. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the way I was feeling on that thing home, when I saw my ticket was on the window and you were skiing, there was no fucking way that I was like, oh, here you go, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sit next to a And that fuckwit, if you're listening in the middle seat, they put your seat back. We're already pinned at the very back of the plane near the shitter. I wanted the. It took so much not to fucking choke you the fuck yeah, out. Please. And I was into him too. And I don't know if he had his headphones or not, but surely he would have heard something. So there's this mean Cambodian, and I'll make next to him. Like where he said at the back, we were at the back. So every cunt can put their seat back if they like, except for us. <laughs> yeah. So Cambodian. <laughs> Just after takeoff, has just been pinned into the back of the plane, and I'm looking over and wheezing like I'm fucking laughing silently. I couldn't stop. I was crying and that, and this kind of just death glaring this bloke. Oh mate, so he comes around with the food, right? 
He's on the way home, comes around with the food, and he gets told to put his put his seat up. Ford, yeah. And Cam's like, "Ah, oh, thank fuck." Because <laughs> I'm eating like a little pterodactyl, <laughs> fucking with me hands like this, and I've got wide shoulders. I don't give a fuck what you say. No, no, you I do. do have wide. You made shoulders. the most of those fucking armrests. I was turning every, like one bloke on the flight on the way over. Actually, I was kept turning his volume down. And he was getting the shits. <laughs> Trying to watch his movie and he like kept like looking at me, oh. and I'm just watching it go from like 28 down to 15. <laughs> <laughs> well, but how was this? The Battle of Cambodian and the cockhead in front of him. So after the seat was up, it was like a battle to keep it up, right? So Cambodian had the head pinned like against it, just stiff necked, back stiff, head pinned against the seat. He's like, I'm not letting this cunt put his seat back again. <laughs> And um, he literally got up for a second and turned around to, like, look at something. And, oh, mate, bang, straight back. Straight back. Got him. So, yeah, he's been drilled for the whole the whole flight back. But shout out to Qantas. I'd be trip on a fucking <laughs> <laughs> But the, the flight back was good, though, eh? Like, as in that, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Speak for yourself. Yeah. No, nah, I did pass out for yeah, the first three hours. Fucking, it was good. You were gone, bro. But anyway, that's flights. Getting, uh... We stayed at the casino, bros. Yep. Stayed at the casino. I reckon we go through a couple of pros and cons because there's definitely pros and cons of that, about that joint, right? Yeah. What do you reckon the pros are about staying at the cast? Everything's there. That's right. It's very convenient, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like as in food's there, room service is fucking there, the casino's there, which is handy. Um, and every famous boy. Yeah, yeah. Brandon DeVault coming out of the elevator. Shook his hand, fucking, um, there's just heaps of cunts, wasn't there? Everyone yeah, hooker, there. Dan Hooker, fucking, mm. fair view there. One thing that I loved that you didn't make the most of was the buffet breakfast feeds at that joint was the best buffets I've been to. Honestly. Yeah, that was top notch. That was fucking unbelievable. Just unreal. I remember first day, we get down in Well, there. I looked it anyway. Mm. No, we'll get, we'll get to that part, but yeah, they were, they were great. That was fucking really good. And, um... And, yeah, obviously you can head down for a bit of gambling whenever you want, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That, um, how weird are the West Australian pokies, man? Shit. Shit. We had one go on them, and the numbers were, like, coming across from left to right and, like, rolling down the screen in balls and that, and it's like, oh, fuck, what, did you just get bored with just a pokey? You cunts. I had to change it up, so. Yeah, I just like, rolled at you 3D-wise, not down the screen. Just... I don't know. I just wasn't. It I was just, shit. I just couldn't get into it, eh? No, just couldn't get into it. But I guess that fades people away from it. I guess a little bit. Maybe. Well, like, I could see how it's addicting here in Queensland. What was I your? Mean, max- I would just roll down the screen. What was your maximum bet you could do? I used to do everything you can do here in Queensland. Yeah, yeah. five bucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think casino you can bet fucking heaps more. Yeah, than yeah that. okay. and that's the only place but, they have them. I think. But you fucking um, had a go on the old casino wall, mate. Went pretty. Yeah, well that's on fucking. That. that should be illegal. Yeah, well... It's so, people that don't know what that is, you just got to get a higher card than the dealer. Exactly. And if you get the same card as the dealer, you go to war, and then the next card you have to get higher than the dealer. Yeah. And that's literally all it is, man, because the blackjack tables were full, oh, the little little minion ones anyway. It was and, weird, because um, you can have a full conversation like at the table with people, and you're barely even like having a look back at the table. You're like, oh, yep, put, pull your money off or leave it on. Well, you're not really playing. It's no, not, it's not, not a thinking not game for you, at all. Like, like to bet or anything? No, nah, that's right. It's not a thinking game at all. But um, yeah, I think the I think the cons going to the cons. I'm a big fan of having a balcony in a room when I'm away somewhere. Yeah, 
And not having a balcony is a bit annoying, you know, like not having the fucking be able to go out and sniff in a bit of fresh air. Um, now this one fucking this one shit me. We we got a carton of piss on our way there, right? A carton of fucking Northerns. And I had it on the shoulder walking around with a box of Northerns through there and I kept getting these fucking weird looks. <laughs> yeah. Every cunt's looking at us like, what the fuck are these two doing? I'm just like, what? Fuck me. I haven't ever seen a bloke carry a box of piss. Anyway, this uh, this old chick literally laughed and goes, oh, tell you two are from the country. <laughs> I was like, okay. Fucking anyway, stood there with the box on the shoulder and we went to check in, checked in, and then we went to leave our bags there because our room wasn't ready yet. And the chick at the fucking thing goes, oh, the box of um, beer. I said, yeah. She goes, oh, you can't bring that up. I'm like, to our room. She's like, nah, like to the room that we paid for. No. I'm like, okay. Yuck. Righto. And then and she was sort of like, but if I don't see it, I can't tell you not to. And we're like, yep, that. So we went out around the corner, didn't we, and just shoved the fucking beers in the bag. Yeah, there's then, this uh, English bloke into us. Yeah, yeah. Hey, mate, look above you. I said, I can see it. Yeah. It's not going to stop me. Yeah, that camera. camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> But um, went back in there and left their bags there, and I'm um, I could see that like they really don't want you storing piss there because they had that mini bar fridge, absolutely packed to the brim, didn't they? Have their own shit, so all that stuff got hidden behind the curtain for the fucking few days, and our beers went in the fridge. <laughs> uh, but uh, one more thing, how about that aircon, bros? Yeah, the big, aircon. big drama's the first day. Oh, we couldn't get then, the aircon going. And then we, um, they must have finally come and got it going for us, and we weren't even game enough to touch it again. No, nah, couldn't get it under 21 and a half. I wish we, like maybe like 3 o'clock in the morning on the last night, someone just got up and just tried it. Yeah. Oh, I tried it a couple of times. It just wasn't working. No, that last night, did you touch it again? No, no. No, no. no. We should have. We should have touched it. But because we had our own northerns in the fridge... And we had our own fuck the whole mini bar hidden behind a curtain. We didn't want to blow up. <laughs> no, that's right. You know what I mean? Get the fuck up here. And they're like, I'll change rooms and here we are fucking rearranging a mini bar. Now I've got um I don't know, I never want to touch a mini bar again because we put the obviously the chocolate milks and all the milks yeah. out in the sun for fucking three days and then poured them back into yeah, the that's right. whoever, grubs. Whoever had fucking that room's mini bar is gonna get the old <laughs> devil beers. <laughs> get that India. And rotten milk. Mm, and rotten milk. So, so I cop that. So, but that makes me think how many other people do that. Yeah, well, there'd be a few, I reckon. In saying that, though, like, I can see why they do it, because you're not really in your room when they're like that, are you? Like, as in, we we drank fuck all of those beers. Yeah. <laughs> we actually were that well, That's way. the whole thing about casino is you're not meant to be in your room, but you might come back up, have grab something out of the minibar while you're getting showered and ready to head back down yeah. or out to an event or something like that. I can see your point there now. Because, like, we, that carton, we were that wounded on the last day. But we just packed all them in the fridge, uh, in the box, rearranged the minibar, and I dragged the carton two doors down and just left it at the front of my mate's room. <laughs> well, hey, we should have done it the night before because, like, people coming back from a um, big night out and they want to keep yeah, charging in the room. They're going, oh, fresh carton, let's go. Yeah, that's right. They probably would have liked it, but anyway. But, yeah, Friday, when we got there, we fucking checked in. And first place we went, the old Patriot Sports Bar. We went there. It was just like a fucking bar in the town. 
and uh, met up with the lineup for the weekend's activities and started getting into our work. So our little team consisted of Knuckles, Brizey, Hayden, Boydie, and Zach. And we pretty much adopted Jarchi for the weekend too. That legend ripped in for it with us for fucking three days. He's a bloody legend. He's a fucking legend. Shout out to Jarch of We Mean Well fame. Go check out their potty. Um, we haven't stumbled across many dad kisses with enough go to keep up, but he proved us wrong and he fit right in, didn't he? Yeah, very well. Fucking had a bit of go. Had a bit of go on him. <clears throat> so we were there. It was sort of a good spot, I think, to, to start and get flowing because like it was easier to drink you know yeah get the legs for the weekend exactly to get a drink wasn't too packed that's right it's hard to get really pissed at a place where it's fucking loaded with people isn't it so it was sort of good we set a good benchmark there and um i think where was the place we went next door to that i forgot what it was called but flavor the band, I think it was called. Live band was pumping next door. And holy fuck, Brush, you asserted dominance on that dance floor. Yeah, I let the hair down. There wasn't a bloke near you. No. You're always, you are always MVP night one. Yeah. Always. First night fever, Big Dot is MVP. <laughs> you had like, I don't know if it was like a, a theme night or something, but how many old birds were in there? Yeah, like fair, was, fair few, eh? And fuck me, mate. You had them fucking... They were all in like a semicircle around you. You were power burping and dropping it low, giving them a spin out the out the side. Fucking... It was <laughs> It was bloody good fun. Yeah. Here, here's, um, here's Mrs. Gum. Many girls down there? Well, nah. <laughs> then we just dropped that. <laughs> oh, old girls. Old girls, me. that's right. It was just a bit of fun on the dance floor like that. It's not like you were just grinding with hot bitches. Nah. <laughs> no, they were just in distance. They're in the distance. No, in the distance, they weren't at the live band, bro. Yeah, I'm really good for a first nighter, and then I'm fucking. I did all right, but it fucking yeah, yeah. It just takes you a while to get but get back into your work. But it's not like you fucking you went home or anything. No, it's just you were fucking. You could have graded a road with your bottom lip. <laughs> At the start <laughs> yeah. of the start of those days, yeah. but oh, how about how, so? Get this. At the end of the Friday night, we met some people, and um, it was me and you left with these random people that we met, and um, we're like, righto, where's the fucking place to be? We're pumped up. We've been at the live band. We've been here. We want some fucking music, like some some bit of house, bit of dance and shit. Let's go. Yeah. They're like, righto, come here. So we're just lining up at this place. Anyway, we get in, and we're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, the music's pumping. And old mate just comes flying shirtless like he was chewing a minty with his ass. <laughs> just comes fucking steaming across the flat shirtless and just with the fucking prance on him. And we're just like, oh, fucking hell, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, it's a gay bar. And we went, oh, true, righto. The gay well, club. Have, yeah, gay club. And connections, like, I think it's called. Is it? Connections, yeah. Connections. Could you, Quinn, can you Google connections? Um. And you, yeah. get, you get connected if you stay too long. Yeah, yeah. And we're just like, um, righto, well, who gives a fuck? The music's pumping in here. And it's like, it's not like every single person in there was gay. There was fucking heaps of them. But, I mean, there was heaps of other people there just to fucking get on the piss and chicks and blokes and whatever. And we're just like, righto, then, well, fuck it, the music's pumping. So <laughs> we were fairly into it. That was some of the yeah, sickest, sickest, heaviest house music of my life. <laughs> But it all went a bit fucking south when this bloke come up to me. A, a fairly... I don't, 
big uh, fella. <laughs> and um, he, he was trying to have a bit of a chat to me or whatever. And anyway, he was pulling out like these fucking this jar. And I'm like, oh, this cunt's trying to give me oxy or fucking some drugs or something like that. Anyway, I'm going, ah, bruh, all good, bruh. I'm already fucking pretty bent up myself. And... Um, and then next week he goes, oh, me drank or whatever. And he just starts sniffing that jungle juice shit. <laughs> and there was this little gimp behind him. <laughs> and he's just fucking walked him into the bathroom. <laughs> and, and I'm going, I save it up real quick. I'm going, holy <laughs> fucking hell, bros. Because I'm like looking at it. I'm looking up at him and I'm looking at this little gimp with a fucking Captain Comb over fucking fringe on him. Oh. Like you are about to get disabled in the, in the disabled, <laughs> just folded up like a pretzel. Yeah, because I remember you going, Russ, did you see that? And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah. he's here, like, holy fuck, man. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what was in this jar, it looked like a pill jar. I'm like, this can't gonna fucking drug me. Yeah, I must be the old for people who don't know. I think the jungle juice is meant to loosen up your muscles. So the <laughs> the gay people give it a big old whiff before. So you don't uh, have to cough three times. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was a bit of an eye opener for you, mate, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a uh, thing because we always bag out our local like gay club in Brisbane, the beat. Like you like you wouldn't it was just a thing here in town, like you wouldn't catch us at the beat, but everyone said it had great music. Well, but, well, it'd be a similar thing there. If we didn't know what the beat was, and you were just said to people, right, if you all come so from Perth and you weren't used to Brisbane, right, and you, you just, just ended up there and going, ah, I went to a gay club. What the fuck? Yeah, it's not like you were getting. I got a head like a robber's dog, so it's not like fucking there was gay blokes hitting me up or anything. I was oh, fucking fuck sweet. No. I was just cru- cruising through the joint. It was fucking. There was uh, a fair few listeners there as well. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Oh man, over that whole weekend, <clears throat> the amount of people that come up and said g'day and they love what's going on and got photos and shit was it honestly blew me the fuck away. And you would have caught us in some states. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So oh, shout out though to everyone who did get a photo and fucking say g'day. That was just yeah, that was and telling your side of, or when you had the chance to tell us your stories and shit like that. Yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on in your life and. Stuff like that. it was bloody awesome. Mm. It was uh, it was just a good <clears throat> good weekend as well for like that sort of thing. But just networking over there with a heap of other people in a similar space that we are, like as in lads who were just doing their own thing, maybe on the online circuit or just I don't know. Like that's it's hard right, to explain. Yeah. Like Hello Sport Boys were there, had a good session with them. Jarchi, like we said before, NRL roast the Shep mates, fucking Ko lads. There was just a heap of heap of people there that are in doing some cool shit you know which sort of pumps you up talking to those people when you're having a few beers about what's going on and you know opportunities ahead and fucking a big year coming up and just being in that environment where everyone's pumped for the weekend in perth and you know i think because it was such a big weekend there everything was just cracking in perth like they knew it's going to be a big weekend and had it ready to go yeah, they had like yeah, Pace Malone starting that Red Hot, Hot Chili Peppers thing over there. They had yeah. that um, Swizz Festival that Inspire Boys were at. Yeah, fuck, there was so many events. Oh. Yeah, man, it was uh, it was pretty sick. But um, yeah, so to round that off, those gay blokes, they know how to fucking party. <laughs> yeah, and those girls too. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, there was plenty of them in there as well. There was some A grade lesbians making out. Yeah, yeah, is that gay? That guy, <laughs> it was pretty fucking cool. But um, 
Saturday, mate. We got that, that was probably our latest night, wasn't it? Definitely. That was our latest one. First what, one or the second one? The Friday night. Yeah, Friday night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Friday night we would have been fucking not I yeah, know. I remember it was a race for us to get to sleep and you won because mm. we yeah. both snore. As yeah. you can have one look at us and go, yep, these cunts would snore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely uh, I won that one. So I was just doing mimics with a chainsaw every time he'd let one out. <laughs> and then if it went a bit longer, I'd be like holding into the side of the fucking duchess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was a fucking ripper first day to kick things off, wasn't it? Yes. And then um, Saturday come around, and like I said, we went down to the buffet, and I was just like, oh, get Daddy some food. Go down, and it's proper, like, sizzle steaks and gravy, sautéed little butter fucking garlic mushrooms, eggs every single way you could find them. The only place I've never seen a buffet do fucking properly is bacon, and that was the only downfall of this joint. I don't think any buffet would, eh? It's just like that pre-made shit that they Mm. steam. But anyway... The rest of it was fucking top notch, and I just loaded my goods up. All the pastries, yeah, all the pastries, all the cereals, all the fucking. And here I am hoeing into this thing, and here's this bike across from me chewing on a bit of fucking pita bread, bit of naan bread, bit of naan, bit of naan, and half a hash brown, half a hash brown, feeling all the fucking. Well, I was full as a bishop too after that. <laughs> So it was a, it was a weird one too that Saturday because we're like right, we got UFC tomorrow at seven a.m. Well, we had weigh-ins Saturday. Yeah, hey, that's Brecky, right. I Brecky. forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, so we had weigh-ins at what was it like at eleven o'clock? Yeah. So yeah, went to the weigh-ins, had brekkie, had a little fucking lay down, and then went to uh, went to the weigh-ins at eleven, and then went to that, and we're like right, oh. I was just thinking, we need to change it up a bit today. Like, we're in Perth. Perth's on the water. Let's go. We heard about the Lucky Shag. Someone yep. tipped us off about the Lucky Shag, and we're like, right, righto, let's go check the Lucky Shag out. It's a fucking thing. Is that TV? TV turned off. off, I think. Yeah. Oh, I think it's in Fremantle. But, yeah, so anyway. Maybe, I don't know, it might be not. Anyway, the Lucky Shag, it's a fucking bar right on the water. And... um. Yeah, we, we we said to the boys, right, hey boys, let's go check out the water. The, like Cam said before, the days over there were just fucking. You couldn't beat them, eh? They were bluebird. Like there was not a cloud, not a cloud for fucking three days, and just um, no humidity. Yeah, that's right, and it was amazing, man. So we're just like, right, hey, let's go on the water, let's check it out. So we went to the Lucky Shag, and the where it was was fucking awesome. Like as in the where it was located. Yeah, there it is there. Um, but it lining was, up, man. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah, it was packed to the brim. So lining up to get a drink was just fucking, was gammon. And just as when we were starting to go, right, oh, this is starting to get a bit shit. Like, there's no way we can even get a buzz on here. Mm. Next minute, this Irish bloke pops over. And he's like, oh, like he loved the show or whatever and got a selfie with me and had a bit of a chat. Anyway, uh, he goes, oh... I'm here for a Bucks party. Heap of, this, heap of the Irish blokes are here. Do you want to come on this Bucks party with us? And I was only by myself at the time, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I said, oh, mate, probably not. Oh. Anyway, I shied away from it. And here's old Knuckles with his carry-on cap on, steaming around the bar. <laughs> and they must have bumped into him as well. I went back to the boys. Next minute, Knuckles comes roaring over. He goes, boys. We've just been invited on this fucking Irish Bucks party. They got eight spots. Did he say eight? 
Yeah. Eight spots on this boat, four hours up the river, free piss, fucking rah, rah, rah. And look, the way he said it, he fucking sold it pretty he well. He did. And we just, I was just like, ah, oh, righto, I'm in. Can't pretty much, in. Pretty much yeah. finished our schooners and yeah. <clears throat> it was only a 10-minute walk to the fucking boat. Yeah, he's like, righto, I'm in. And we all looked at Jarch. We're like, Jarch. He's like, he's looking around. said, come on, mate. What else you got to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, rubber arm. It didn't take much. Big Jarchi was in and Zach come with us as well. So off we go onto this boat. And, uh, mate, I'll tell you what. Like, we couldn't ask for anything more. Like cruising around that river with there would have been 20-odd Irishmen, like dead set proper Irish too. Fucking, I think Michael Healy. Shout out to you, bro. He's he's the Irishman that got us on. He said to give his missile shout out to Lisa Keaton. I think. Yeah, I think she, she might listen or put him onto it. Or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. She listens podcast. apparently, so yeah. shout out to you. But um, yeah, that that fucking box party was just unreal, eh? This this boat with two levels, just cunts everywhere, pumping tunes, and uh, and the strippers were fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, mate. <laughs> Compared to what we've seen here on the East Coast. Well, look, in CQ, I believe it's a thing where you get what you're given. Where yeah, well, in a place this is like why that, these girls didn't do a show because they don't need to. Yeah, how about that, though? They're cruising around on this boat and every old fart fishing that went past near fucking snapped their necks. <laughs> when yeah. they drove past the boat. How about, oh, mate, there was up this the bloke bridge. up on the bridge... Towing his kid in like one of those carousel things, just um, oh, I forgot that, like a trolley, and he's standing there looking over as we've come under, and here's these three birds, and our mates looked at, he's like, yeah, and all the kids are just up out of the little <laughs> wagon, just waving. Oh man, but yeah, what a what a fucking good time though, eh? For like four hours, those spontaneous things, ladies and gentlemen, is what makes good fucking mem- good memories. Yeah, exactly. You just got to do it, eh? A hundred percent. But, you know, the Irishmen, they got great humour. Like the, the majority of them, like nearly every single one of them, just clicked with a sweet as. They were happy, as, like, happy for us to be there. Like I'm picturing us on a Bucks party and fucking nine Irishmen jump on. You'd almost be like, what the fuck are you cunts doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. But these bikes were just happy to have us there, except one. Yeah, there was one at the end that... um, Mate, there was this what? one cunt and he was the brother-in-law. Now, typical brother-in-law, it was just like, oh, can you take him? Like, as in, can you bring him along? Yeah, so old mate's got to come. Like Uh, Alan from The Hangover. Mate, this cunt couldn't, he could have eaten an apple through a tennis racket. He had this big fucking set of fangs on him. And he wouldn't have to breathe either because his fucking ears were that fucking Oh, mate, dead set built like a rat. But um, he had the, the chest. Old red shirt wingnut. He, he got called. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jarchi comes up. I remember he comes up and he goes, mate. This gun's pretty punchy in the red shirt. <laughs> I said, yeah, I know, bruss. I said, but, you know, we were talking and we were all going, look, the thing about a boat is you can't fucking leave. And if we knock old fucking rat out, then there's about six blokes on 20 Irishmen and they were doing chin-ups off the boat for fun. Yeah, and they'll show on everyone kickboxing and boxing videos. So we probably would have got snigged. Oh, we would have got thrown overboard. 
So we just sort of steered away from fucking Hero, just bumping into everyone. Yeah. But um, that was only like the last hour that he started. Yeah, it started getting real busy. He'd sort of come up and be like, oh, you Aussies. What are you? And it's like, oh, you fucking, fucking Get out, count. Yeah, you fucking Aussies. And you know that bloke who just comes past and gives you the big nudge and you're like, oh, okay. Okay, okay right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Licensed premise would have been a bit of a different yeah. story. A bit of but hard anyway, floor. It was easy to, like, there was only no, one it was of them. great. It was no bad vibes. It that's was fucking right. prime. It was just, I was just thinking, I'm like, that's the only the only one. But yeah, I'll judge. This gun's pretty punchy, mate, didn't he? <laughs> 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 that, was, that was good, though, man. Finished that off fucking prime. We probably rolled in about 9 o'clock or 9.30 that night. Would yeah, we back, back to the shag? The boat, yeah. And, um,. Bailed off the boat, went and had a beer together and made like a collective decision about 10.30 or 11 to go, right, that's us. That's us done. And that was the most responsible fucking decision we've ever made. Yeah. Because we had to get up the next day at like... um. Well, it was it was right at the point we're going, right, I just one more drink and then Jarch had lost his bank card. That's and, right. And it was his, must have been his round or something, and then we just got right. Oh, that's a sign. Yeah, that's Let's a sign. Let's get the fuck out of here. Hundred percent. That's a sign. <clears throat> so then, yeah, big sleep because we fired up at fucking six o'clock the next morning. Yeah, straight into the UFC with a six thirty start. Exactly that VIP experience <clears throat> that we did. Though, how good was that? The seats that we had at the UFC were fucking unbelievable. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Like, just didn't have, I shit you not, we did not have a dome in front of us. Not one can't lid. No, and we're, and we're sort of looking at the other people, and apparently they paid a couple of grand more than us, and then you back, backed up behind yeah. each other like, again. we were like the first seats from the where it started angling down, the very bottom, and then you had people sitting flat in front of you, but they all were just behind one another. So we were at the front of that thing and we had a whole walkway in front of all six of us going straight to the cage. Yeah. <clears throat> and, mate, just the unreal. The atmosphere. Even Bruce Buffer was facing us. Yeah. Like when he was talking. You just couldn't have beaten it. No. <clears throat> it was fucking amazing. I doubt you'll ever, you'll ever score those like that again just the way it sort of worked out, eh? But, um, yeah, man, it was that UFC event. By far for me, like I've been to Origins at Suncorp fucking when Queensland have won. I don't know if it's just because it happened so close, but to me that's the greatest fucking sporting event that I've ever been to. Yeah, hands down. And man. I don't know how you beat that. I don't atmosphere. know. Yeah, I don't know how you beat it either. And Aussies just heckling, like, as oh. the fights. Just the Aussie comedy of us just yelling shit out. Yeah, grab his dick and twist it. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Just, um, mate, I reckon pound for pound, the Aussie crowd has to be, like, you can't beat it. Pound for pound. Like, that many cunts in a different arena. I'd, yeah, it's just our vibe too, isn't it? Like... That many times, like, <clears throat> Islam's a wanker. Yeah. Drowned out the fucking commentary team. Commentary couldn't even speak over it. Yeah, Randy's a wanker. Like, everyone's a wanker. Just started cranking. But, um, oh, just so good, man. But going through some of the fights, like, the Aussie boys did us fucking proud overall. Sure like, did. Couldn't be fucking more wrapped with them. Starting off, Jack Jenkins. He was in a very early... Fight and the crowd there, like as an early prelim or whatever, were going fucking off, like straight away. Yeah, 
And um, he kicked things off with a great performance for the Aussies, getting a win in his UFC debut, which was pretty fucking cool to witness. Yeah, decision in round three he got. He looks the part too. I'll, I'll yeah, he's got the, got the mow on him, eh? Yeah. Ready, ready the to rumble. The mow on the fucking cut-in sort of footy. Yeah, cut. yeah. Yeah, so he was very impressive. It was it was good to watch him when he was fucking pretty dominant against old mate. And our boy, Jamie Malarkey, fucking a very dominant performance by Jamie in this one. He won, um, he won. I think he won by decision and was just all over old mate like a fucking rash. He was, um, it's like he was just a centimetre away from this cunt the whole time. And then was on top of him on the ground, got back up, but... Um, yeah, we had a chat to Jamie at the fucking after party because after the fight, Bisping goes, who do you want to – I heard there's someone you want to call out. He goes, thanks for asking. Yeah, he said, thanks for asking. Pretty much there's a bloke out there that reckons he can't be knocked out because of where he's from. Paddy the baddie, let's come to fucking test that chin out, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like, fucking oath, bruh. Yeah. How good is that? So – Went and had a chat with Jamie at the um, the after party and because we've been talking to him a bit, wanting to get him on the show already. So this year, man, we're gonna we're gonna get him on and try and help him call out fucking Paddy the Batty and make that fight happen, which would be fucking awesome. Yeah, you know. So try and get him on the map. But yeah, he did he did an amazing job. He's a fucking legend too. Real good bloke. Um, <clears throat> Joshua Calibo. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong, but. After fairly getting worked out in round one, and I was honestly thinking, I'm like, oh, he's getting pretty outclassed here. Like, he wasn't really doing that much in round one. Um, getting, like, it was easily old mates around. I'm like, oh, fuck. He needed, like, half a sniff. I, didn't, I think he might have hit old mate and got, like, half a knockdown, half a trip, but old mate ended up on the ground, and he needed fucking like that, and he was on him, mate, rear naked choke, fucking yeah. gone and won. And um, so that that was pretty cool, eh? One of those ones that just fucking comes out of nowhere. Just takes you by surprise. Tyson Pedro was fucking disappointing, that yeah, fight. Yeah, he reckons he had some medical drums or something going Yeah, on, heard something about... Fuck, he just did not look... Yeah, he looked out of place in that ring, that's for it sure. Fucked me multis too, Yeah, old Pedro. But um, anyway, it was um, probably one of the least exciting fights there, but still. Um, Jimmy Crute. Now, this fight was pretty wild. I thought Crute was gone multiple times. Yeah. Like, he got bombed by this big bloke multiple times, but he did a great job on the ground. So, he took old mate down and definitely dominated old mate on the ground, and it was cool to draw, which was, I think it was a pretty good decision, eh? Like, as in damage-wise, Crute got belted, but he definitely had heaps of control time and that. So, uh, and unlike Islam, actually did something on the ground. But, um, mate, one thing you want to see at every single event, I reckon, that you go to a UFC event is a couple of heavyweights with a filthy knockout. Cold, hard, stony. Just a fucking drilling <laughs> and not even like a proper Mark Hunt walk-off KO sort of shit. Yep. And that and definitely just, happened. Justin Tuffer, bruh. That was fucking sick, wasn't it? That was insane. <laughs> Like, we were talking about that the day before at the weigh-ins when they were facing off, and we are like, yeah, someone's going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. And he was next to us in the um, VIP thing that night, and he just looked fresh. Yeah, yeah. Nothing phased him. He was just chill, having a beer. Yeah, had his bucket hat on. He's just yeah. fucking, yeah. <laughs> it was good, wasn't it? <laughs> I was going to go up and talk to him, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'll just leave that guy. Oh, 
But um, that that was awesome. That's definitely something you want to fucking see. And honestly, man, this next bloke, Jack Della Maddalena. Holy oh, fuck, man. Perth Holy local. fuck. This is when the Rack Arena went to another fucking level, man. When old local Jackie boy started trotting, trotting out to ACDC, the crowd was just going fucking ape shit. And um, the bloke he was fighting too, Randy Brown. He's no bum. They were saying he's fucking a big step up in, in class. And honestly, when you looked at the two blokes in there, Randy Brown is this massive, big, tall, rangy cunt who has, like, real unorthodox style. Like, you yeah. know, he's striking and shit. And you go, I was even, like, didn't doubt him, but I was thinking, fucking hell. You're going to have a bit on. Yeah, you're going to have a bit on here trying to get inside with this bloke or whatever. So that, um, Randy, looking at that then, going, he's he gave up his undefeated um, score. He's 16 wins, five losses. Oh, five losses. Sorry, I've seen that zero. Yeah, yeah. that's draws. But yeah, he um, yeah, it was uh, that was fucking crazy though. They were sort of working each other out for a while, and then fucking bang, old Jacko turned Randy into a baby giraffe. Have you seen Randy fight before? No, nah, I just watched a bit oh, no, of his. I've never seen him. I just watched a bit of his highlight stuff leading up to the weekend. Yeah, and just sort of watched his shit and some of the stuff he's done, man, in there because he's such a big tall cunt in that weight division. You know, like just oh, he was solid and um. Yeah, but proper ba- baby giraffe, the cunt. He was just like, he'd just been born and head planted the ground. And then he just hammer fisted the fuck out of him and choked the cunt. Like, just had his way with him, eh? Yeah. It was amazing. And that, the sound that crowd made when that happened, because, like, he's a Western, he's a Perth local. Yeah. Like, so it just went fucking ape shit, man. And pretty sure he was asking, like, right, hey, give me a top 10, top 15 thing. But um, Bisping, I remember, goes to him. Oh, did you ever think in your wildest dreams that this had happened? And he's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I fucking did, actually. So um, that was pretty cool. It's good to have confidence in yourself like that, eh? Oh, yeah. Well, I think his, that Jack's um, presence and that, how he seems so cool. He just fucking walked in there. He didn't seem stressed at all. Like he said, I'm as cool as a cucumber in here. You yep. can That must be just confidence in your ability, eh? Like just yeah. knowing that you've put the work in. I'm Who born gives to a do fuck? this. Yeah, yeah. So, I reckon he's got a massive future, eh? Like, yep. as in all of our Aussies that were there, he fucking definitely impressed me the most. Jamie did as well. But um, Yeah, both those boys fucking belong in the cage. Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. It was fucking awesome. Um, main, co-main event, yeah, Rodriguez versus Emmett. Um, to find out pretty much which one's going to cop an absolute fr- flogging from Volk, and congratulations to Rodriguez, you'll be getting pounded by Volk. Um, You're getting the floor swept with you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I could just can't see any of those two Not doing anything to Volkanovski, to eh? But um, anyway, but then the main fight, mate, and regardless of the result here, holy fuck, that was just such a fucking performance, eh? And yeah. just the atmosphere in that arena, every single thing that happened was just every cunt on their feet, Chants going up the whole time. I was nearly too nervous to chant, but I was just doing it to fit in with the crowd and just fuck. I was swinging with Volk to the ground. Yeah, yeah. In round five, in round five, Cambodian was swinging like air swinging with Volkanovski. <laughs> <laughs> but um, man, what's what's like when that fight finished? When that fight finished? Now I'm a one-eyed fucking Volk fan here, and I was there, so. 
Cunts were cheering for him when he got out of a takedown and cheering for anything that he did. End of the, every end of the round. Yeah, at the end of every round, it was like, yeah. But I, um, I thought at the end of the fight, from being there, that he won rounds two, three, and five. Yes. That, that's what I thought anyway. At the end, I went two, three, and five. Volk's got it. And um, when I heard one judge give Islam four rounds to one, I thought, well, it's not Volk because Volk didn't win four rounds. But um, I don't know. I haven't watched it back yet. It was actually interesting watching a fight like that and having my own opinion without hearing the commentary and what everyone else is saying before before afterwards, eh? Yeah, that's right. You know, like, and that, that's that's the way I saw it or whatever. Um, and a lot of people today when I was at work said, do you think he won, like, looking at it? I'm like, yeah, definitely from looking at it. Yeah, yeah. But watching it back on TV, people are saying different things, so. Yeah, well, I was listening to Tom and Eddie. Those boys reckon they thought Islam won, like watching it back sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but like I said, man, the crowd literally cheered for Volk if he fucking farted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as in, if he got out of a submission attempt where he... And, like, but I still reckon he he did enough. But, um, and that's what he reckons too. That thing with Rogan on the fight companion. They were all saying when he won, Volk won. Yep. Like, he fucking won. So, but what is amazing, though, regardless of all that shit, Volk's fucking, he, like Jarchi said, his stocks went up. Volk's stocks no. went way the fuck up. Look what look what Islam did to Charles Oliveira. Yeah. And fuck all. And then Volk is literally at the end of round five standing over this cunt just feeding him the gristle. Just finishing the round. Fucking staying over him. You know what happens if that's in the street and there's unlimited rounds and it goes to the death? Islam's fucking dead, bruh. That's what Straight happens. Because he was doing fuck all hugging him from the back. That's what that's what I I there's a grey area there and I wanna understand how the scoring works with ground control compared to significant strikes. Because I like Jimmy Crute, his ground control, he was working him and moving like switching positions and getting different areas on him and shit like that. I terminology I could be better with, but you know what I mean. Um crossing over and shit like that. Where Islam literally just hugged him from behind and was just trying to move his arm around to get him, and Volk's throwing shuckers and shit. Like, is that really, like, what is that? That's right. That Surely that doesn't count for fuck all. Should be just like a minute on the ground, and then you've got to stand up and bang again. Well, a minute on the ground if you're doing that. Like, if you're not fucking actively really trying to do something, and it's going nowhere... Surely you got to do something because I'm just going. That was round three. I'm pretty sure. I'm like, is that really counted the same as? Because Volk got heaps more significant strikes on Islam, but Islam got more control time. But nearly all, like not all of it, but a lot of that was in round three when he was just koala bear in the cunt. That's like, come on. Yeah, it'd be good. Um, actually learning the rules. Like, well, that's what I mean. Breakdown on the. I'd love to hear the grappling. I'd love to hear where the what the refs fucking things are. Like, as in, what is your opinion here? Yeah, because it's it's it is a grey area, and in my opinion, there shouldn't be grey areas when there's those sort of things. You know, I'd like to listen to that fight companion because Joe <laughs> probably fucking broke it down. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Eddie there and Shub and fucking Brian Callan. Yeah. Now, was it the crow? <laughs> yes, it was the cry. You reckon? I was thinking about that. There was a few messages come through straight after yeah. that fucking cry. See, but this is how I think of it, though. If it was the crow, we would have had the shittest weekend. 
Like we probably no, would've... because we only said Volk. It must be like a twenty-four hour thing. Oh, okay. That's what I'm running because I'm thinking I had the best weekend of my life. So was it really that bad? But it might have just been in in Volk's thing, you know. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Oh, I don't know if I would have changed it. I don't, I'd rather the Volk put on a performance like that and lose than us having a shit weekend. Mm. He, uh, mate, like. Like we said, I, if the crow did its turns, yeah, it must have been the crow. Must have been the crow. Fucking dirty crow. Fuck crows. But um, but yeah, mate, I reckon he's gonna come back stronger. Fuck. Oh, mate, a hundred percent. That was and, just yeah. And even if like Islam goes and just smashes that Benil Darius or whatever, um, Volk goes down and wipes the floor with Rodriguez. They probably fight again. Yeah, or Connor comes in if he fucking gets the win. Well, if anyone deserves a rematch against Islam out of the out of all the people there, fuck me, Volk just proved that he can do it. Yeah, and everyone wants to see that. Do you know what I loved? At the end of round five, when they have just put all their fucking hearts into it, he is steaming around the octagon, marching and pacing like he hasn't even done a round yet. Yeah, he could have got another three. Easy. Dude. Just that man has just the mentality that it just cannot be broken. If anything, Islam got away from that going, okay, that's what a fucking Aussie is. Yeah, because yeah, I was talking yeah, about um, Islam going back to the cage going, I want a rematch, thinking he was losing. Yeah, that's what Volk said, eh? Yeah. But anyway, couldn't be prouder of the man. I fucking love him to bits. And if that cunt is what represents Australia, then fucking how good's that? You know? Just how we are and fucking... Very proud what of an Australian with that fucking atmosphere on the weekend. What an icon. unreal. Yeah, that's right. Everyone come together for that. That was just huge. Yeah, it was huge, man. I fucking loved it. It was so good. Definitely won't be our last fucking UFC event in Australia, put it that way. <laughs> no, that, that got me hooked. And honestly, after doing it, like, originally I thought, oh, the morning times on the Sunday, oh, it's going to be fucking shit. I really like that because it let you do your shit on the weekend. As long as you pull up at a decent time that fucking Saturday, like we did, and still had heaps of fun, you go there, and when you walk out of there, dude, it's the afternoon, and you can get on the piss and sort of celebrate. Yeah. So, like, we went back and fucking had a ripper afternoon session with the Hello Sport boys and co, Jarch and everyone, the old crew, getting a good buzz on before the UFC after party. And, um... Rock down there at 8 o'clock. Now, Brizey, shout out to him, booked a table there. And um, it was like a little VIT, VIP table behind the bar and just had like three bottles of vodka. And yeah, fucking, in the booth. Yeah, in the booth there. And um, I reckon that was the only way I was getting getting back on the horse there. I just had to pound double shot vodkas fucking flat out. Probably did six before I was good again. Oh, I was proper dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, it was pretty cool, though. Old Vulcan, fucking Adesanya, Jamie Malarkey, fucking all the fighters were there. That was some wild units of that after party. Yeah, they went was, upstairs though. with Jarchi and we was um, up the top hanging out there for a bit and we were just looking at each other going, don't fuck up. <laughs> don't say anything. Oh, and when Izzy it. and all them come through and all the security guards pushing them through and it was just like everyone's like running for them, I'm just going... Holy. Holy I would have been the smallest bloke in there besides Volk. <laughs> He's got steamrolled. <laughs> yeah. But um no, nah, that was a, it was a good way to finish off though, wasn't it? 
Just How about that security there. guard? I might try to get up on stage at the after party. Or he must have been on there for a bit. And then um, something went pear-shaped anyway. This security guard just opened, slapped him to the ground. Oh. Just fucking frog-stomp dragged just him Just marched him, eh? Oh, like, oh, I've mate, never didn't... seen a bloke get manhandled like that. It yeah. was like a grizzly bear grabbed this bloke. It was like a grizzly bear had a Jack Russell on a leash. Yeah. Just marching him out the front. And everyone's faces... I don't care how drunk you were. Everyone's faces to me was that set the tone for the night. Do not fuck up. Do not lip off because there's mm. going to be dramas. How about the size like Logan Paul and KSI were there promoting their uh, prime energy drink and shit? Yeah. And you should have seen the size of the bodyguards with these cunts. Oh, yeah. They were just... They were just seven footers, eh? Yeah, just a human. Just like one of those humans that you'd stop. Like if you're walking down the street, you stop and go, fuck me, cunt. That's a big dude. And you've got the strength of that security guard ragdolling old mate. Like when you're like that size. It's like when you're that big, you don't even have to be like that muscular or fit. It's just your sheer size just to be able to grab someone. Like the size That's of your right. hands and just sort of push them back. Fucking, yeah. Them. yeah. And that, those private security blokes, they would have seen some shit. Oh, for sure. 100%. But um, I was pretty, like, like we said before, it was just cool being around that many people doing cool shit for the weekend, I suppose. And just that, that, UFC event in itself. Like, if we just went over for that, I would have been pumped. But there was all that other shit that fucking happened as well, which made it, you know. So we had a laugh on the way back going, if you told me that was the fucking itinerary for the weekend, <laughs> I would have told you, get fucked. I doubt that's happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what you said, eh? It's like, imagine if someone said, this is what we're doing this weekend, you would have said, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> get fucked. And that's the best thing, people, I reckon, fucking... Be spontaneous and don't make any plans and just go with the flight. Well, on a weekend like that. On a weekend like, like have like, your one event or whatever you're going exactly. to. Exactly. And then just, and then just go have make some it. fun. Like that day, that Saturday we're going, let's go on the water. Let's mix it up and just go to the water. Made yeah. our way to the water. Fucking neck minute was cruising around fucking with a heap of Irish cunts on a Bucks party. Drinking yeah. free piss and looking at girls with big eyes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, uh, it was good fun. And then fucking waking up the next day, we were fucking dragging the lips there a little bit, but it wasn't too bad, was it, bruss? Went down, had a fucking feed, and uh, pretty much got to the airport nice and early too, didn't we? Fucking yeah. pretty early. Which, um, you know, there's heaps of potential on those sort of things to miss flights and shit like that, but no, it was pretty good. How's this, though? Met up with the fucking, with the boys in there, Hello Sport and Jarchi and fucking Jordan Simi and those lads just sitting there and having a chat to the Tom and Eddie. And apparently they just went up to them and said, oh, um, can you come here? Had a bit of a chat to them and said, oh, so good news, you're going home today. And they're like, <laughs> okay. What's yeah, the bad? we're planning on it. <laughs> what's the fucking bad news? And they're like, oh, we can't get you on this flight. We've overbooked and just put them on the one after it. So cool. like, what the fuck? How does that happen, hey? Like, fucking what? So, yeah, uh, they, they actually were in a lot better spirits than I think you and I would have been in. Oh, I yeah. would have been steaming out the fucking ears. But um, That's a bit of a difference between one flight and we had two. Yeah, yeah, the connecting. But, um, yeah, so sort of licked the wounds at the airport, had a few fucking, uh, had a few neurophins, and then, yeah, you just got pinned into your seat for fucking five and a half hours. <laughs> We're <laughs> uh, uh, both still recovering mm. Oh 100% man My voice is cooked 
No, like, like I, I said, back at work today till midday, and you wouldn't believe it. I'm gonna go to night shift tonight after this, and mm. so I was just checking the time then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's all soldiering good. On. We made it home. We're fucking soldiering on. We're in here to fucking pepper ear holes. And um, look, there's a couple of things to take away from Perth that I couldn't shake. These are the things that have kept me up the last couple of nights. Laying there at night, right? I haven't heard noise. One of them is Camo making a comeback. I think it's always been a thing. Yeah, but the amount of jokes I'll tell about it, I swear it's not that much of a thing in our local town. Like, over there, it was like cool again. Yeah. It's Camo everywhere. I just couldn't see any cunt. <laughs> Fucking America, it's huge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those cunts fucking love it. They hate getting seen. Yeah. It's okay. blending into your surroundings like a fucking chameleon. But yeah, um, go to the shopping mall in a fucking ghillie suit. Now, this this one, I know we say run your own race, but I just, I just, man purses. Fucking hell. There's that many blokes on, blokes over there with fucking purses on. Yes. Wearing their sister's fucking pants. Yeah, wearing their sister's pants that don't have pockets big enough to put shit in and and getting a purse and wearing a purse. I um I know I must be up with the latest fashion man, but I just I just can't take a cunt seriously with a purse on. No. You know what I mean? Like if a bloke comes up and like looks you in the eye or whatever, how you going, mate? Yeah, 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 good mate, good. And then flicks his purse around to get a bit of shrapnel out to buy a drink, I'd be like, Oh, I can't. Yeah, it's definitely some fashion that I'm glad I'm not around. Yeah, man. Look, I'm I'm just going to stick with the humble wallet in the pants, you know? Yep. Pants pockets. So you can put a, me phone in me wallet. That's in. right. One each side. Like, it's always been the best part about being a, being a bloke, right? That we have pockets that can be used. Like, from, from ages ago, since the pants were invented with pockets in them. Great invention, pocket and pants. It's like a two-in-one thing. You don't need a purse. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So, but I don't know. It just fucking every they were, they were everywhere though. I everywhere, everywhere, man. They're getting thick. They are getting thick. Those cunts. And it's got to be like a Boss brand or something like that. Yeah. Too, or Gucci, fucking. Yep. Louis Vuitton. And mate, to finish things off with the weekend, I got a theory about how serial killers are born. Yes, it's the post bender load that can get a chick pregnant. Yep. Now, if you don't know where I'm coming from here. You do some crazy things on those sort of weekends and you, you know, not going to de- go into the details, but look, your body cops in a fucking absolute hiding when you're there. Dehydration now, being one of them. Dehydrated. That's all we'll go. You get home. If you don't shoot that fucking dirty little load down the drain and you <laughs> root a woman, hopefully not your missus, and knock her up, that's fucking Jeffrey Dahmer the second cut. Straight up. I've that- lot. Ivan Malat, Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy. That's one of those motherfuckers <laughs> coming in hot because that much badness is going into that one load. If you release that onto an egg, holy fuck, man. That's drama. So, boys, if you're going away, playing up for the weekend, shoot that naughty little load down the drain <laughs> before you have a route for fuck's sake. And there's no way you can really test that theory either, is there? Couple of tacticals to save mm. yourself. If have I'm a tactical court case. Sh- shoot the serial killer down the drain, and then have a root. Yeah, that's pretty much my theory, anyway. <laughs> oh, but anyway, there's a little clip I wanted to play before we fucking let you know something. 
someday, man. You can be anybody you want to be. Really, Dad? Then how come you're not? You can accomplish anything in the world you want, sweetheart. Well, why haven't you, Mom? They're watching you. Heard that the other day, and I think it's pretty cool to, like, both of us having kids. You know, if you want to tell them shit growing up, as in, like, you can do what you want to do, you fucking do this, do that, and if you're not fucking sort of doing the same thing or doing something you want to do or trying to do shit, then you haven't really got a leg to stand on, have you? Nah. You know what I mean? Or at least giving it a go. Yeah. Like, like as in, if you're trying or, to or tell you're your the parent that's providing so you can give your kids the chance to try more stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I just um I just reckon that one goes goes well, you know, with, with what we're about to say. And that's the old the big announcement. We spoke a while ago that there was a like a come a time in everyone's life that you'll need to take the jump in order to really accomplish something or make something of yourself. Yeah. Like if you don't it won't feel right, you'll feel anxious and you if you look hard enough you'll find reasons why you shouldn't do it. But uh it's come a time when you need to just say fuck it and go for it and we're taking the jump. We've officially put in notice with our jobs and, uh, yeah, we're going to be professional shit talkers. Shit talkers for a bit. Yeah, for a bit. Hopefully for fucking good. But, um, yeah, so it's pretty exciting times here. We're, uh, we are pumped. And it's because of you, mad cunts. That merch drop, how you supported us downloading the episode, subscribing, doing all that stuff is allowing us to now do this as a job. Taking the jump, the risk will outweigh the reward. Fucking oath. So we're putting everything into it. Um, hopefully, like, it'll mean that instead of just doing things when we can and squeezing it in here and there, we'll have time to actually fucking focus on the episodes and get guests on and travel and do certain things. And um, it's just a really exciting time, you know, and it's uh, it's it comes at a good time because we got our own stuff going on as well at home. I'm about to have these twins, so can't really be working away. And honestly, everything's just falling into place. But it hasn't been just fucking arsy. We've worked our fucking asses off. Yeah, over the last um year and a half. So it's pretty sure. Finish line is here. Yeah, there's going to be an even bigger start line. That's right. Exactly right. It's fucking um, yeah. But it's it's very exciting. It's um. It's one of those things where I think we might be changing. We'll get to you as like with the real thing when we know, but I think we'll be changing the days of the show as well coming up. I think we're going to do more of a Tuesday, Thursday sort of deal, but we'll confirm that with you, you know, later on when we have some time to do it. But yeah, that's coming uh, from you guys with the feedback that you want a bit more of a fire up at the start of the week. Yeah, that's right. And we can't really do a Monday episode because we aren't fucking recording on a Sunday. And everyone wants it in the morning. So what we're thinking is come in on a Monday, get it to you Tuesday morning, nice and early in the week, and then we'll fucking probably have the wobblies for you on a, on a Thursday. And then when we do guests, you know, we'll just sprinkle them in fucking here and there. But um, so, yeah, that's that's what we're thinking, and it's fucking unreal. Bloody so unreal. It's a good feeling. But, yeah, the old mining, mining industry, though, I'm grateful for mining because it provided me three things. One, money to support my family. Two, time to put towards building something. And three, mates, some of the blokes I'll, I'll be mates with for life. So um, as much as I might not like a few things about mining and, you know, I'll probably rag on a few things here and there, at the end of the day it's allowed me to do what I'm fucking doing right now. So That's right. It's a good opportunity for young fellas, young Sheilas, just any age person actually to work an even time roster, earn enough money to support yourself and have enough time off to put towards other shit. So it's a fucking, 
I think it's a pretty good opportunity, you know. Yep. But going with the old side hustles, mate, now that we've made this our full-time gig, it didn't take either of us long to get a side hustle, did it? No. <laughs> Probably haven't really spoken about um, what you got going on, mate, but what's give us a little fucking... Yeah, so once I finish doing, up in the next week and a half or whatever, I'll be full-time into my excavation stuff and podcasts. So yep. if you're around the CQ region and you need something done, let me know. Yeah, drainage leveling, turf prep, fucking. Yep. Once you once fencing. you fully kick it off in a fucking couple of weeks, Bruce will give everyone the full rundowns on your yeah on your stuff and everything. But yeah, like we said in the fucking CQ area, the big dog will be fucking firing that on the side. So that's fucking exciting stuff coming, mate. You got the toys ready to go, nearly yep. all nearly all finalised, ready, and um, yeah, I've got the the new sports show. Kicking off, and actually that episode will be out now. So if you're into your sports and paying out A graders and shit like that, go give the old new sports show a listen at the Reggies um, on all platforms, and go follow it on the show socials. But yeah, first episode's out now, so um, go check that out. But so that's sort of what we got going on in our fucking yeah. lives, and yeah, it should be an exciting year. So. Very good. That's fucking me fucked. What about you, bruh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you haven't got a joke. The joke's our voices, so get that the in The joke has just been here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Righto. Righto. Right See you later. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.